Welcome to the Coffee with Kojo podcast, produced by the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University. I am Associate Professor Dr. Rocky Daly, and I coordinate the podcast with our student hosts and guests. This week's student host, Anna Poole, talks with Kojo alum, Gabriella Primus. Gabriella is a broadcast journalist and news anchor in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Anna spoke with Gabriella about her career and how her time at SDSU prepared her. Gabby, could you kind of tell us where you're originally from and why you chose to come to SDSU? Yeah, uh, so a little complicated, I guess, where I'm originally from. So I was born and raised in San Diego until I was uh, 15 and the economy hit. Um, my dad is from a small town in South Dakota, Webster, South Dakota in the Northeast corner. Uh, so uh, when the economy kind of hit, my dad sold his business early and we moved to South Dakota, which was their original plan anyways, to move there after they retired, my parents. So I went to high school in Webster, South Dakota and uh, stayed for college. I decided SDSU would be a good fit for me. So I went to SDSU, um, started wanting to do, to be a writer, to work in newspaper and magazine writing and stuff, Um, but then kind of switched gears to wanting to do broadcast. So I kind of took that route. All right, great. And then in your experiences going towards broadcasting, where was your internship and what was that experience like? Yeah, so I did, I would say I did a couple of internships. You know, I worked for On Call with the Prairie Doc, which, uh, you know, I think gave me some valuable experience like an internship would. So I was a reporter for On Call for a year. And so just putting together um, stories for their weekly live broadcast. Uh, But my Official internship was with Fox 32 in Chicago. Uh, So it's a Fox owned and operated station. And I did that, I think, summer of 2019, I want to say. And it was really beneficial. You know, I didn't get to do too many hands on stuff there because of uh, the rules and stuff, but I got to shadow a reporter every day. Um, I got to write, I got to do some editing. Uh, I got to build my reel, so I knew that's exactly what I wanted to do, and it kind of just solidified my choice of uh, going the broadcast route. It was really awesome to see how people made it to Chicago. I mean, a lot of the folks there worked their whole lives to get to to get to Chicago, so they're all really seasoned and all had uh, really cool experiences to share with me, which was really beneficial to know that you know, sometimes you have to move somewhere where you're uncomfortable and you have to kind of work your way up or, um, you know, know people in the business in order to get to somewhere that you want to go. Speaking of moving, um, you're currently located in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So what's it been like kind of shifting over to Green Bay, Wisconsin and working there? Uh, You know, I've really, really enjoyed it. I've been here now about two and a half years and uh, Northeast Wisconsin is great. They're the people are a lot like South Dakota, you know, very nice, kind of the Midwest feel, uh, very welcoming. And yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of similarities with, with where I'm from. I feel like I'm from. So it really wasn't too hard of a transition. Plus, um, I really like my station. You know, everyone was very welcoming, you know, willing to help me learn and, you know, give me good feedback and good advice. Uh, and also the viewers are also really nice, but uh, yeah, I feel, I feel really comfortable um, in Northeast Wisconsin. I'm glad I have the opportunity to live here. All right. That's great to hear that things are adjusting well. Um, with that, what's it been like your most interesting experience in your career 
a story you've covered or an experience in the field, um, something along those lines? Yeah, uh, well, it's different every single day, really. It really is, um, you know, cause I ha I've had a couple of positions here at Fox 11 and, uh, you know, I think the, maybe the biggest challenge I think is what you said was, it was just a learning, you know, there's a big learning curve, no matter how much you think you prepared yourself in college, you know, there's still stuff that you have to work through as taking on it while you're taking on a full-time position. So, uh, still every day, you know, you think you're comfortable and you think that you're ready to take on the story, but there's another curve. There's another, you know, person that you need to talk to, or someone's not calling you back. And so you can't pursue the story the way that you initially thought you could. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's just different, but that's a good thing too. You know, what you said, one of my favorite stories um, actually had to do with a day where I kind of had really high expectations, right? It's a simple story. It's actually one that I don't really get to do very often. Um, but someone messaged us on Facebook saying, hey, you know what? My granddaughter and my son uh, sit down, sit out every day waiting for, or once a week waiting for the garbage man to come by. So it's this little three-year-old girl or two-year-old girl who gets super excited for the garbage man to come by. And they made a little relationship and he brought her toy and a little t-shirt and waves high. And it's like a whole little showing for her every week. And I was super excited about the story because again, I didn't get to do that kind of stuff very often. And uh, the garbage man comes by pretty early in the morning. So, you know, coordinating with my photographer to get there and having an idea, okay, we're going to be ready and see the garbage man come by and get the little girl. But it turned out totally different. I get there, my cameraman shows up late, the garbage truck is coming around the corner. So I just have to pull up my phone and shoot it from my phone. Luckily with my experience at SDSU, I knew how to do that. So, uh, you know, the whole story was then just on my phone. I grabbed the interview with the garbage man as he came by, but that's my favorite story because it turned out pretty well. And, you know, it's just something positive that is going on in our community. It's really small, but so many people shared it and it made a lot of people's day. So that's one of my favorite stories, I guess. That's a great story. Definitely that small town feeling in Wisconsin, I'd say. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that your experiences at SDSU helped you with that story. So what are some different extracurriculars you were involved with at SDSU or other experiences you had here that helped you in your current career? Yeah, so I was um, involved in a couple of, of clubs. So Journalism Club, of course. Um, I was a president, I think, for a year or two years or hold a couple positions. But I was also a part of the Collegian. I did um, social media for them for a couple of years. And so obviously that's kind of where the, the skills with like using your phone camera came in uh, because I was going to different events and kind of reporting through social media that way. And then on call with the Prairie Doc, you know, I, I think I started doing some digital stuff for them a little bit when I um, was kind of getting ready to go. Uh, but I, I would say everything I did at SDSU, you know, through the classes and stuff and with, um, with Frank, the photography teacher, helped me kind of just utilize different tools in my toolbox, not just kind of think like, okay, my photographer didn't show up, that's it, you know, the story's done. It kind of helped me think outside of the box and say, okay, well, let's put some other resources to use. Speaking of this, could you just kind of elaborate on what your current role is at the TV station? Yeah, so my current role right now is um, 
I'm the weekend morning anchor, and then I am the weekday morning live reporter. So on the weekends, I anchor a three-hour morning show from six to nine, and then on the weekdays, I'm live reporting in the morning at different locations every day from 5.30 to nine. And it kind of depends on the day, how many live segments I have, but each one's usually about three minutes each. Wow. Those are some pretty early mornings. How is uh, your schedule, I guess, adjusted to work with those morning hours? Uh, It could be tough. You know, I'm just really becoming full-time morning now because at the station, we also have some um, staffing shortages, I guess. So I was working nine to five for a while um, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. But right now, working full-time morning, I'm getting up at um, two o'clock or 2.15 in the morning every day I work. Uh, and I get off around 10.30, 11.30 uh, in the morning. So it's pretty early. Wow. Sounds like you're waking up the most time college students go to bed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. pretty much. I have some friends who work the evening shift and they'll sometimes go to the bars, you know, after, after work and they're like, Hey, joke around with me. Hey, Gabby, could you give me a ride home? You know, after <laughs> Touching back on where you're currently working in Green Bay. What's it like working in an NFL town specifically? Oh, it's really exciting. Uh, at first, I didn't really follow a football team, didn't really care much about football. I watched it with my dad, you know, every Sunday and stuff, but I didn't really have a connection with any of the teams. Now, some people might get upset in South Dakota, but I do really like the Packers. I, I love it. It's, it's, it's contagious. You know, everyone here on Sunday and Anna, you could probably say the same, even in Port Washington, everywhere is, everyone's wearing Packer gear and everyone's excited for the game and everyone kind of knows what's going on in the team. And my station is right next to, is right across the street pretty much from Lambeau. So I drive by it every morning, every day. And, uh, you know, you get out of work on game day and the parking lots are full and <laughs> you're dodging back your fans and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's really contagious and it, it is really fun. And the stories are great too, because especially the Packers, you know, it's unique that they're so involved with the community. So, you know, they bring a lot of opportunity for, you know, telling great stories and the community impact that they have in Green Bay and, and beyond. So it, it's really excited, exciting working here, especially during these winter months. Yeah, I can't agree with you that being a fellow, someone who's from Wisconsin, um, people are diehard Packer fans or they're not and they're exiled. Not actually, but it's considered. Um, so being so close to Lambeau Field, have you had the opportunity to meet any Packers or do any stories with them? Yeah, well, you know, luckily we we kind of see them a lot. I mean, I haven't had a conversation with Aaron Rodgers, but I've definitely seen them. And a lot of them go to the same, you know, restaurants. Green Bay is not bigger than, you know, any bigger really than Sioux Falls. So you definitely run into people. But we have weekly Packer shows and stuff that our sports team does. So they'll be in the studio every so often. And, but I don't get, I don't get too many opportunities to have conversations with them, I guess, because I'm, I'm part of news and we have a really good sports team. So they kind of take care of all that stuff, but, uh, but yeah, here and there we're able to kind of interact or just at least wave. And you mentioned that Green Bay is about the size of Sioux Falls. Um, have your friends or family come out to visit and what parts of Green Bay have they enjoyed um, as you take them around? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I actually don't know the exact population here compared to, to Sioux Falls, but uh, my parents come a lot. Uh, they were actually here just last week. Well, not a lot, but every few months uh, because it's so hard for me to go to South Dakota and, and take time to drive there. Uh, you know, we are go to Town and stuff like that right next to Lambeau, uh, which has a lot of nice restaurants and stuff. We've taken a couple trips to Door County which Anna, maybe you're familiar with, but it's the peninsula. It's a county that's on a peninsula above Green Bay. Um, and that's a really fun spot and a really popular destination. So they, they really enjoy Northeast Wisconsin too, which is, which is good. And it's not too, too far for them. Yeah, I would agree. Door County is very pretty. A lot of people like to vacation there, especially during the fall. I like seeing all the fall colors around the state. Um, which is something you don't always see in South Dakota when there's not many trees. Um, but yeah, I would agree. Door County is gorgeous. Um, you mentioned earlier that you did some social media work back at SDSU. So how's your social media usage changed from college to entering your professional career? I kind of saw you were expanding on TikTok. I enjoyed watching those videos. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it, I'm trying to, to post a little bit more, you know, at first it was kind of hard just because you're learning so much day to day on the job that it's, it's kind of hard to get done for the day and be like, okay, now I've got to post on social media, but uh, now I'm slowly learning, you know, that it is, and you, and you make it fun, you know, you change your mentality a little bit. And, uh, but yeah, the TikToks are fun. It, it's hard to get us all together at the same time. And I've kind of wanted to make it a group thing with our station because our, our uh, Sinclair broadcast group who owns Fox 11, kind of uh, put together a seminar and that's where the ideas kind of came to start making some TikToks. Uh, but yeah, so I guess, you know, just trying to post my stories, post my work and, and talk about some of the stuff I'm doing. Cause I have found that viewers really like to follow us and see her day-to-day kind of boring things that we do, even if it's, you know, getting a cup of coffee or, or at the pumpkin patch or picking sunflower or something like that. So yeah, I've, I've tried to expand a little bit more on social media. Yeah, that's great to hear. They are definitely fun to watch. Well, thank you very much for sharing, Gabby. I just have one question to end our time. So as someone who's recently graduated, what advice do you have for students looking to go into broadcasting? Uh, I would say my biggest of advice, and I've said this before, is to shadow and to reach out to people and to network on your own through whatever it might be, LinkedIn, you know, uh, just finding someone's email or calling the station and asking for the news director's email and doesn't hurt at all. I got this position by shadowing and, you know, I got some other opportunities here too, just by doing that. And some in Sioux Falls and um, I shadowed a station in Omaha, every one of them, you know, it, it could have potentially turned into an opportunity. So I, I think, you know, don't be afraid because people like to help those in college and, and, help learn, teach them. And, and there's, there's really nothing to lose when you reach out to someone. So, uh, yeah, I think that's my biggest piece of advice is don't hold back. You know, if there's a certain place that you want to go, you know, maybe it's not immediate, but start making those connections early and start asking for advice because people, you know, would love to mentor others. I know I would love to mentor someone one day, uh, but, it, you learn a lot also by going and being in an environment. I know it was hard with COVID, but now that, you know, that's trickling down a little bit. I think that it's a good opportunity to start doing that if you're really serious about um, journalism and broadcast news. 
Our next podcast will be posted on November 11th. This podcast is the property of the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University, which reserves all rights to its use. Music by Cody M. Johnson and Tyler Addison James is licensed through AMP Music.